Welcome to the Elijah Streams podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now here's your host, Steve Schultz. Blessings and welcome to Elijah Streams. We are very excited that you can join us in this um, interview. It's going to be powerful and wonderful. Take time to subscribe to the Rumble channel, to the Elijah list so that you don't miss a thing. My name is Yvonne Atiyah and I'm filling in for Steve Schultz. He is away with Doreen. They are celebrating their 45th wedding anniversary. So thank you for praying for them. They are doing great and they're so appreciative of your prayers and of your support. Well, let me tell you, I'm so excited about our guest today. He is an incredible revivalist. Not just that, he ministers in the power of the Holy Spirit and miracles and healings break out. I'm so excited to be interviewing Nathan French. And so be on the lookout. He's coming on soon. But before we do that, I really want to say thank you. Thank you for your support. Thank you for your generosity because you are practically changing lives. What I hear and the stories of salvation that are happening around those water wells are mind-blowing. And it is because of your giving and your support that we can make this happen. So let's have a look at how your support is changing lives. The villagers have got to walk all through this dirt and this, this swamp to go and pick water. To show you this is to really let you know you are not only uh, doing history but leaving a legacy. Because from from this water to clean water, you have eliminated all diseases. There are many communities that are still struggling and suffering. Uh, so we continue to pray with you and continue to pray with us that we shall continue to lift up the standards of living of our people and that they can be free from all sicknesses. God bless you. We are now, we are now heading to the launch of a wonderful gift that you have donated yeah. to elevate these people from this level to the that. level now you're going to see. It's up for you. We thank you. We thank you so much for alleviating this community from bad, contaminated water. And we pray that God blesses you so much. We are going to open it and launch it in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. On behalf of Elijah I hand over this hall to the leaders and to the people. And I dedicate it to God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And everyone who says, You are impacting thousands. Donate today at ElijahStreams.com slash donate. Wow, wow. You might have heard this uh, noise that they're doing with the rolling of the tongue. Let me tell you, in Middle Eastern cultures, they do this when they are in deep joy, normally at weddings or when they're celebrating something. And you can see how they are celebrating those wells because of your generous giving. So we just want to bless you and thank you for your generous support. And if you haven't started to give towards these wells, maybe today is a great day to say that I'm doing this. I'm being an active partner in what God's doing in this beautiful ministry. 
Well, today is uh, Thursday, June 22nd, and we're actually recording this interview. It, it will be aired tomorrow, which is Friday, June 23rd. So as I said earlier, I am so excited about our guest. I'm so excited about the work that he has been doing in the kingdom and the life that he has been changing. So without any further delay, let's bring on Nathan French. Nathan, I am so excited to have you on the show. I can already feel the fire of God as you began to pray and decree revival. So welcome, welcome to the show. Amen. Well, hello. It's great to be back. And I'm excited to share some of the things God's been doing and some of the things he's been revealing. And uh, yeah, it's, it's so good to meet you. You know, I could tell you're a great fit, you know. <laughs> I was looking at you in the spirit. I was seeing the evangelism fire. So I just pray that God would bring you the harvest wherever you go. In and Jesus' name. I received, <laughs> I was reading about you, hearing more, because I knew today was going to be the interview. And what God is doing with you, what I love is you don't just preach the gospel. You are preaching with the manifestations of the Holy Spirit. So I'm so excited and I would love to know what's happening in your ministry now. Amen. Well, we've been doing tent revivals for our Awaken the Planet event. Every year we try to do a big event. You know, we bring the pastors and leaders together and ministry presidents. And then we we do something to be an expression of our love for one another and for God and, and to unify for the purpose of reaching the lost. And we call it unifying for the harvest. And so this year's Awaken the Planet is coming up July 1st. And wow. I think it's going to be full. This will be the most attended. Last year, we were at Lincoln Bowl Stadium. Last time we did it at Lincoln Bowl Stadium. And people came from all over the world. Uh, it really has awakened the planet, not just our cities. Yeah, we're believing for all the pastors, all the ministry presidents, for their churches to fill up with all the right people and for moves of God to begin to spark around the nations of the earth. And, you know, I'm just happy to be a part of what God's doing. I mean, every time I come together with other leaders, we all pray for each other and, and recognize, okay, God is doing something we've never seen. So this is the greatest time to be alive on the planet. Miracles are increasing exponentially, uh, and there's going to be a continuation of the increase of the outpouring of the Spirit and the intensity of the glory as we continue to just press in for such a time as this. It's like the season is now. We've waited our whole lives to see the great move of God, and this is for sure the beginning of this great awakening. Yeah, absolutely. And I tell you, Nathan, I came from Australia. Now we live in the U.S., but let me tell you, I love the U.S. And now I just feel so much more American than I was ever with any <laughs> other nationalities. But I say that because I just feel that having a revival out of the U.S.A. is central. It's even when I was like born in Egypt, my grandfather, who was a missionary, became a believer through an American missionary. So what I'm saying Amen. is tree has a lot to offer and has blessed so many different parts of the world. They all came out of the USA. So the fact that you are here, the fact that you're doing that now, there is something. There's a revival that is breaking up and God's using you. 
Amen. Thank you. Yeah, we're doing we're doing the tent. We we were doing it every Thursday and Friday, and now we we have ended our series of free rallies uh, for the big main event, which is coming up here in just a gosh, it's like what a week away or a week and a half away. So yeah. anyway, if you're if you're watching the show, I want to just say be sure you register because you can't get in unless you register. And we made it so it's just any donation amount. We didn't want people to have to. Uh, you know, worry about paying the expensive. Uh, sometimes you go to events or conferences and it's expensive. Um, we wanted this to be available to everyone. So you can just go register uh, and be a part. I'm excited to see what God will do. Um, but we're thinking intentionally about how do we reach the lost. So we have gospel stage trucks. We'll be setting up different places where we're sending street teams out to stir up the cities around us and to, to bring people to salvation uh, healing and deliverance. And of course, we're inviting people that are not people who you would normally see come into churches um, that maybe they're afraid of church. They've been hurt by bad experiences. And we want to see those people come in and reconcile to God and get filled up with the spirit of God and get touched by the fire of God and then find a good local church, uh, you know, that they can be a part of. And so that's the goal behind the event is I learned this from Reinhard Bunke. You guys remember Reinhard. Uh, yes. Reinhardt told us in our class when he was teaching us, he said, a, a gospel campaign that does not build the local church is a wasted effort. And so we yeah. recognize that we don't just want to have a bunch of people come together and just do have a big show. It's not about that. It's about the unification of the bride. It's about the leaders uh, really praying blessings, all these different diverse leaders coming together saying, hey, we're in one accord. Uh, we serve one God and there's one mission. And that is to fulfill the Great Commission and to see Jesus get his full reward. And my goodness, last time when we did this at Lincoln Bowl Stadium, people came from all over the world. We had Asian pastors and Brazil pastors. And we had, uh, you know, folks coming in from Canada and leaders and pastors from Canada. We had lots of local uh, pastors and leaders coming together and remnants from so many different churches were coming together. Then it was powerful. I mean, I had actually never seen uh, an outpouring of the spirit in our state like that before that day. So the last one was, it was like it kept getting more greater glory, greater glory. So this year I'm expecting something very special. Uh, we did, Our team just told me we had like 900 new uh, registrations. So there, it's going to be very well attended, uh, well received. And we'll have all the pastors and leaders line up shoulder to shoulder, uh, you know, saying, hey, we're one. We're going to link shields for the kingdom. And we're going to move with heaven on this earth to see a total restoration in the body of Christ and to see a massive outpouring of the spirit. Um, the Lord said that if, if the pastors and leaders would begin to work together, you don't have to do everything everybody else is doing, but certain strategic events like this that are unity based where the heart of God is to build the local churches by leaders coming together and saying, you know what, we're one. You might not meet on Sunday like I do. Or you might meet on Saturday or, or you might, you know, not eat pork. And I do, uh, you know, you might, you know, the, whatever the diversities are, and yeah. just to be able to unify around the main thing that Jesus yeah. is king. He's perfect theology. He only did what he saw his father do. So we want to lift up Jesus. That's why this year it's called Nameless, Faceless Generation. So you, there's the information. If you want to jot that down, if you have a pen or something to write on, and uh, just jot that down and be sure you register right there at awakentheplanet.com, and you can be a part of this. Uh, the seating is limited, so you want to do it right away because it's almost full. 
Um, but we are at the Greater Tacoma Convention Center this year. It's a very large venue, uh, and we'll have the gospel stage struck. We'll have some worship from, uh, you know, different different worshipers. Um, Jake Hamilton uh, will be leading worship along with uh, Bethany Fisher, uh, and she's Canadian, and she's been part of the healing rooms in Santa Maria and also Bethel worship. And so excited about the worship this year. It's going to be so incredible. Not only that, but the speaker lineup, we're purposely not advertising because we want it to be all about Jesus. So you won't see any of our mugs on a flyer because on the flyer is just Jesus. It's just a silhouette of Jesus. And it says nameless, faceless generation. And I believe this is so significant because we've been hearing people talk about nameless, faceless, and there'd be this coming awakening. And it and it's it's like now it is now this is the, what's been prophesied by Bob Jones when the Great Awakening had come three things would happen and those things have happened the watch the 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 Kansas City Chiefs winning the Super Bowl and then one other thing it was like all those things that have been prophesied by some of the great uh, apostles and prophets of the day uh, you know they said these things would line up and happen and there's coming a move that's going to be so far beyond the Jesus people movement, so far beyond Azusa Street, so far beyond, uh, you know, the great Brownsville revival. Some of these revivals, this Awaken the Planet, I believe this event is for the purpose of being like an ignition place to send shockwaves into the realm of the spirit through those who come and participate and catch the flame and bring it back to wherever they're going in the world or the planet. So praise God. Wow, Nathan, I'm so excited. As you were speaking, <laughs> it's almost that the Holy Spirit gave me a vision of angels. It's almost like, you know, your event is on the calendar of heaven and there will yes. be angels ministering to the people. And, and yes, amen. So our beautiful viewers, register for that event. Go and get activated. Go and get the fire of God on the inside of you for this Bible. So amen. We're going to be praying for that event. Well, I am and I am so excited. So I wanted to jump into the new wine skin. I love that. You said I saw new wine skin all over America. Can you tell me what you saw? What God showed you for the US? Yes. I mean, the first thing that I saw was I saw all these different wine skins and all the wine skins were uh, different. They were different in size. They were different in shape. Uh, some had different tops on them. And when I saw these wineskins with different conditions, some of them were wet and some of them were broken. Some of them were brittle. And when the Bible says, you know, don't put new wine in mm -hmm. old wineskins, lest it, the new wine burst and be wasted. Yeah. What he's saying is don't waste this new thing, this outpouring. Remember the scripture where it says, behold, I'm doing a new thing. Hallelujah. I'm doing a new thing on the earth. He's not stopping and saying this. He's saying that now. Behold, I'm doing a new thing. This isn't about egos and logos. This isn't about fog machines, skinny jeans, and big screens. This is about Holy Spirit pouring out on all flesh. And I thought... <laughs> <laughs> this is about this is about Jesus being lifted high and people coming into oneness so that he can send his people out to change the world. This is the time uh, and, and and I'm so excited about it just because I can feel the heart of God whenever I you know talk about um what he's doing on the earth and the the new wine 
uh, is really the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. You know, the Bible says they were not drunk, as you suppose. And that means they were actually experiencing a type of drunkenness, but it didn't come from a natural substance. It came from the spirit. So the new wine really represents an outpouring of the Holy Spirit where it, there's no high like the most high. There's a kind of almost like a, a sense of like, oh, like you don't have any worries. You know, if you're they're not drunk, as you suppose people get to laughing. They're, they're just like, you know, they're, they're getting freer and freer in the glory. And when the glory yes. of the Lord starts to pour out on the people and they start to experience a type of drunkenness that's reserved for those who will go into him in a deeper way. Like it's like I and him and he and me, you know, we're meant to be in oneness with the Lord. And when we're one with him, remember, Jesus said, if you've seen me, you've seen my father, for I'm in him and he is in me. It's a perfect picture of oneness. And when we're one with him, yeah. we can be one with another. And there's no shortage limit or lack in the kingdom. So in the kingdom, uh, there is no division because there's no limitation. There's no lacks. There's no shortages. There's rivers flowing. You know, there's 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 streets paved with gold. That's very expensive, by the way. And and the Lord's saying, like, there's no limit. There's no lack. There's no shortage. So it's not like, OK, the pastor over there is winning. And so now I have to figure out what I don't like about him so I could justify why I'm not winning. No, it's like you celebrate people who are winning and you want them to win. And you pray for victory for them. And you pray. There's a heart that says, I want everyone who's for Jesus to succeed. And then you celebrate when they do and you honor it. And then in a sense, you get into agreement with what the spirit of God is doing. You look for where God's favor is and you honor it. You bless it. You participate. And man, I've seen so much grace, so much favor. And uh, so the new wine in new wineskins is very important because the reason you don't put a new thing in an old religious pattern is because it would burst and be wasted. He's saying, don't waste this new outpouring and try to box and package it like an old religious thing because it's not meant to be contained. New wineskins, by the way, are flexible and they stretch when he fills it with the wine, it stretches. So there's something about being willing to be flexible and to begin to flow with the Holy Ghost and not limiting God, not, not saying, God, I'll do this, but not that. It's like, no, whatever you want, whatever you say, I say yes, before I've even heard you. And now your ears can be open and tentative to hearing his voice. And he shields us in his own voice. As faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word Jesus, who speaks to us directly, his sheep hear his voice. And as we're listening to the shepherd, he's actually putting faith around us, built by his very voice. As faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God, Jesus, who became flesh. So Jesus is speaking to his people and faith is cometh by hearing and hearing by the word Jesus who speaks today. And so when you begin to hear Jesus you begin to become emboldened and no longer afraid because he's so loving. He's like, I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. I'm never going to stop loving you. Don't you know I love you beyond your ability to mess it up? Like, do you know you can't mess up my love? He tells me this stuff all the time. I feel so encouraged. Like, you know, you can step out on a limb, trust it's not going to break and stay connected with him because apart from the vine, we can't bear the fruit, but we're the branches. He's the vine, and we bear much fruit when we stay connected in oneness with God first and then with one another. Yeah. 
it's so powerful, Nathan. I, I absolutely love it. And what I love about your language, this is the first time I get to interview you. What I love about your language is that I'm hearing kingdom. It's, it's the yeah. language the kingdom the language of unity and that's what that is the heart of revival and i tell you something what you're saying resonates with me because 10 years ago when i received the baptism in the holy spirit i was so wrecked by god and god began to move in healings and deliverance thanks for listening the elijah streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours to become a partner go to elijahstreams.com slash give now when you take this and i'm not against the local church but when you take this to a place, the first thing they want to do is they want to box you. And that's exactly what you're saying. We cannot box the Holy Spirit. Revival is messy. And it was, this is what I was told. You can't just pray for the sick out there in the open. There's a way and there's a style and there's a time. And then I stepped back and it's like, hang on a second. It is, you know, really boxing the Holy Spirit. It's literally saying to the Holy Spirit, okay, sit on this chair. And don't speak, don't do anything until my church program is done. And then if we have some time at the end, we might do some ministry time. But what I'm hearing you say is that the revival, the glory that's coming requires that flexibility. Even if you're a leader hearing this and the Lord is challenging you, it's not about church program. It's it's about Holy Spirit. It's about the presence. Right, mess up this meeting. You want to mess it up, mess it up. And you talked about Reinhard Bunke. I love him. He came to Australia and he prayed for us. He had a meeting. So beautiful. <laughs> and this is crazy. He went to this church and the program was meant to be 90 minutes. He went on for three hours. And he was like, You hours. do not grieve the Holy Spirit. <laughs> yes. And he was praying for people. People were falling under the power of God. We've got a church program. We've got to respect the time, especially in Australia. Timing is a big thing. He didn't care. He he said, if you want to go home, I've ended the meeting, go home. But if you're hungry for revival, stay behind. And that's the ability that you're talking about, which is just powerful. Yeah, Reinhardt Reinhardt said... um, you know, a lot of things that stuck with me. And, you know, one of the things he said is, the Holy Spirit is not a bell for your bicycle. <laughs> He's saying, you know, the Holy Spirit is not take it or leave it. It's not the Holy Spirit. He is, that's God. He's not an accessory, but <laughs> central to the Christian experience, you know, and, and, and he was irritated by religious people that had the form that denied the very power or essence and nature of God demonstrated in the Bible by the Holy Ghost. And so when I think about what it looks like to release a revolution, I think about a whole bunch of people laid down so that the Spirit of God can flow. Here's the vision that God gave me. I saw a large dam before me, a dam, a, a big giant wall of, of, of pipe and, and this wall of pipe, it was made up of people and the people were standing up against the move of God. And I saw that the water was plentiful in this dam, but that the people in order for the water to flow would have to begin to lay their lives down and become conduits for the Holy ghost to flow through them like a pipe. Wow. And what I saw was, people were starting to realize by the force of the pressure of the power of God waning in on them, 
that it would be easier to not resist the Holy Spirit and to begin to lay their lives down so that he could begin to flow through them. And as I saw in the dam, the big wall, I saw people just dropping like, pink, 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 pink. And as people fell, more and more water began to shoot out of the dam. And what was dammed up, blocked up, and stopped up was about to flow and break forth. And that's when I saw a massive outpouring of the Holy Spirit. And it came from surrender. No longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. The life I live, I live unto Christ. To die is to gain. To lose your life, you find it. It's, it looks like surrender. Full surrender brings full surrounding. The full surrounding brings the full anointing. It's the anointing that breaks the yoke. And it's the yoke that breaks off the bondage and the weight of sin and the burden of false responsibility. And the yokes begin to get broken off of people's shoulders. And all of a sudden, the body of Christ emerges as the glorious bride that he's going to return for. And this is what I believe we're going to see at Awaken the Planet. There's going to be all these people just go, you know what? I don't want to do it my way anymore. I surrender. You know, we used to sing those songs that Billy Graham could say, I surrender all. While some people are like, except for this, except for that. I surrender all except for my agenda, except for my service. And the Lord's just like, no. I want you to really surrender, not pretend before men that you actually surrendered, but that you actually see everything that you have and everything you are as belonging to me who paid for it all on the cross. And I believe that's what Jesus is saying. Will you give me a return for my suffering to create in you a clean heart and a pure motive? And so if you get enough people together that are childlike that just want God, Oh, my goodness. The spirit of the Lord begins because it's just like right now. I see the spirit of the Lord hovering over our nation. He's about to put things in order. The White House, he's going to put it in order. The government is on his shoulders. He's about to put it in order. Even though they're going to try to come against, God's got a plan. And you can't win a fight against the reigning champion. He doesn't lose. And it might look like people are winning, doing it in the flesh. But at the end of the day, that thing's going to get flipped over and the truth will come forth and win. The light will shine in the darkness and what is hidden will scurry like cockroaches. The Lord showed me he's going to shine. And he told the nation, get right before I shine the light. And now he's showing the hidden darkness and he's revealing hearts and people are coming into a place of like, I don't want to do it my way anymore. I don't want to just play church. I don't want to just sit in a church service and feel good that I have good attendance and I tithe, but I actually want to be the glorious bride that God called me to be. And I'm going to go forth and make disciples of all nations and not just sit in church on a Sunday morning, but I'm going to do more than that. I'm going to go where God tells me. I'm going to go when he tells me. I'm not going to be controlled by any man because I gave my life to Jesus. Amen. 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 Nathan, this is powerful. And I tell you, we've ministered to Muslims for years and years. We used to have a program that would reach, you know, over 60 million people. A lot of them are Muslims. And God was using some of them in the most powerful way. I mean, they are new believers. They're raising the dead. They're casting out demons. They're healing the sick. And they would come and tell us, I don't want to call myself a Christian because that'd be killed. So they call yeah. themselves MB. In other words, Muslim believer. So they know that they believe in Jesus. They're just MBs. And we were like, we're okay with that. But we used to ask them, what is the secret of your of that power? We know it's the Holy Spirit. But I'm telling you, they're raising the dead. Jesus is yeah. physically 
hearing to them. You know what they said? What you just said right now. They said that when we came to Christ, we lost everything. Our families disowned us. We lost everything. So we learned to live a surrendered life. We learned. That's exactly what he said. We just learned to surrender all. And some of them, they used to tell me, you know, I, I, I want, I surrendered all, but I don't want to lose my mom and dad, or I don't want to lose my brothers, or I don't want to lose my house. But then some of them were like, you know what, Lord, I don't care what I lose. I'm not scared of what I lose. I've gained you. So I can nothing for the power of Jesus. And I am telling you, Nathan, we had this testimony of this Muslim man. His daughter is 12 years old and she died. She was on a hospital bed and she died. And they, the nurse came in and, and said to him, you only have a few minutes to give her a hug, give her a kiss, because we need to take her to the morgue. And he said to her, I will do that. So he shut the door and he spoke to his daughter. And he said, I believe in a God who resurrects the dead. And in the name of Jesus, I speak to your dead body and command it to come to life. In a couple of minutes, she started sneezing and she became, she, she's still alive until now. And you're talking about someone who came from Islam, someone who's not a pastor, he's not a leader, he doesn't call himself a prophet or an apostle. He just believes that he, he has the power and the authority of Christ, but he did lose everything. So yeah. it laid down life of God, whatever it costs, whatever I have to do. I'm it's worth it. It's oh my god, it's worth it, Lord. You went, <laughs> you know, I think it was Bonhoeffer. He said, you know, don't he said, please don't say that grace is free. He said it's free to you to receive, but it costed God his one and only son Jesus. Yeah. It costed him a lot. We're receiving yeah. faith, but it doesn't mean that it costs nothing. It cost God the Father everything. Everything. Most people are like, you know what, God, you went out and it cost you everything. I didn't care what it costs me. And that's the heart of revival, unity and surrender. You've just given two bombs in the spirit. (laughs) (laughs) Hallelujah. And, you know, it's so it's so fun. It's fun to see people that are bound get free. It never gets old to see chains breaking. And sometimes, you know, in the spirit, when I'm ministering in the nations, I'll hear the sound of chains. And sometimes it sounds a little bit like rain. And sometimes it sounds spiritually like rain and then chains. So it's like. Right. And I know that God's saying it's my rain that actually causes the chains to break so when you start to see your need to allow god to rule you instead of trying to get god like a dog on a leash to bless your wayward plan then all of a sudden you start realizing wait a minute what if i just ask him what he wants and then make it my heart's posture to deliver according to his will it's like not my will but yours be done and it's so important, like when we really are motivated to just respond to God like a child, just yeah. simple obedience. It's such a powerful thing. Like, I love to live that way. I love to do what God says. And I try to teach as many people as possible, not only to be filled with the Holy Spirit, but to yield to the Holy Spirit. Because God spoke to me about a year ago. I mentioned this before on one of the shows that the conflicts in our world could be solved by this one revelation 
And it's this, that the conflicts are happening between those filled with the Holy Spirit and not yet filled and those yielded and not yet yielded. But it's the yield that brings the yield. So then the solution, the Lord said, is to to lead people to be filled with the spirit and teach them to obey everything he commands, because it's in the surrender that he surrounds and in the proportion of surrender, he surrounds. And so if we surrender all, he gives us all of him. And that gives us a breaker capacity to move in the anointing. A breaker anointing comes with a price. It's called give up your life and stop holding on to it. You have to lose your life to find it. You don't find your life unless you've lost it. So if you've given him your life, don't take it back. Let your life be in the one who holds the whole world in his hands. Because if he can do what he's done to form and shape the world with his own voice, from the sound of his voice, he shaped and named and placed everything on this planet. And so I think he might know a little bit more than than us who have a brain. He made our brain. Like he knows how we think. He knows our issues. (laughs) I canceled the subscription to issues. And Lord, I pray for the breakthrough to come upon your people that are watching it. I pray for your Holy Spirit to pour out on all flesh. (laughs) There was a lady, a lady that was telling me I was at a church. I was just preaching in this church in Texas. And um, the lady was telling me, she said uh, their husband was deaf. He couldn't hear. Uh, He came up and asked for prayer and Anyway, and I, I prayed for him, just a simple prayer, and commanded his ears to open. And uh, he went into the car, and a, a piece of paper uh, that he or she dropped, and it fell on the floor of the car, and he turned to look at it. Well, and she heard. said, did you hear? She goes, did you hear that paper hit the, the floor of the car? And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm not supposed to be able to do that. But God just like healed his ears. And normally he would have his music blaring because he can't hear. And uh, yeah, so he's, he, tur- he turns on the car and the, the sound coming out of the speaker is like, bah! so he reaches for it quick to turn off the volume because it was so loud. And then the, it was just funny how he heard the paper and his yeah. wife was like amazed. Like, and one lady came because pe- God was growing legs out. You know, sometimes people have misaligned spines or or one leg just didn't grow and it's, it's shorter than the other and they have to get heels and so i see a lot of these legs just go whether it's an inch a half inch two inches and they just command them to grow and they go and it's really fun to see that and to see the look on people's faces but one lady saw people's legs growing out in the meeting and then she's like she's like can god make me taller i want to be taller and she was short and she wanted to be tall. And I laughed because I'd never actually seen anybody ask for that. But I just thought, well, if God can grow out a leg, then he can grow out both legs. So we yeah. sat her down and, and and we command the legs, you know, in Jesus' name, I command these legs, grow one inch. And the legs go what, like a one inch. And then, she, then her brother was there. He goes, I'll check and see if you grow, if you grew. And he, the brother comes over and they go back to back and they're the same height. And normally he's taller by an inch. Oh so it's hilarious. Like God literally made her taller. So it's like those <laughs> things are fun for God. I think he loves to express his, you know, just his goodness by showing us that he really is able to, to do it. Not only able, but willing to perform the miraculous uh, just to say, hey, I'm here, I'm with you, and yes, I am the miracle worker who still does miracles today. Uh, Reinhardt taught, taught us, uh, preach God to be the healer, and he will heal. He said, God will be whatever you preach him to be. 
<laughs> he will do whatever you preach him to do. And I was like, you know, that's so important. Like, so he says, if you preach him as healer, he shall heal. If you <laughs> preach him as savior, he shave. And he's just going through that. And I'm like, you know what? It's so true. So wherever I go in the world, I'm like, Jesus saves, Jesus heals, he delivers, he makes all things new. You know, and people start getting healed and getting touched. It's like once you know that God's presence is upon you, even now watching the show, the presence of the Lord is coming upon you. And because the presence of the Lord is coming upon you, that's the glory. The glory of the Lord is coming upon you. And the glory of the Lord that is coming upon you now is God himself pouring his spirit out so that he can make all things new in you. So I break the power of every curse of darkness and I release the glorious light and the healing power of God to be delivered in the package of the dunamis power and might of our Savior for the glory of heaven. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I didn't think that this was going to be a deliverance show. <laughs> and it is. You're delivering, you know, from spirits of religion. And you just hear the chains falling, the rains breaking the chains, which is beautiful. You know, there was a memory that I had with Reinhard Bonnke in Australia, and that key kept me going in the healing ministry so strong. He said this. He said, if you pray for 99 people and none of them get healed, you pray for number 100 as if all of the 99 people got healed. You pray with the same expectation. You pray. And that key got me going. It didn't matter what was manifesting before me. I just kept going with the same expectation as if everyone else got healed. And that was just something so powerful that he taught. But you know what's crazy? When we get a breakthrough or a miracle, we get surprised. When we should be surprised when we don't get healed. We should yeah. be surprised when we don't get delivered. So we need to shift. And I just feel as you're speaking, there's a shift of expectation where yeah. I never expect that, but now I'm expecting that, hey, if God can grow a leg, he can make me taller. He's the same God. <laughs> why, why limiting God? I'm putting God in a box. So this is so powerful. Well, I want to ask you about this next point because I think a lot of our viewers would love to hear it. You said Trump is learning to hear God. I want to hear yeah. what God is downloaded in that area. Yeah, well, what the Lord was showing me um, about the real president of the United States of America is that he is actually learning to hear God like a new believer would. Um, you can't expect someone who is newly saved, you know, to sound like a seasoned person who's been saved for 20 years. He hasn't been saved for very long. He hasn't received, um, you know, fully everything God is planning to do to perfect him in this process called oh. sanctification. But here's what I believe. And I've sent messages to him uh, about hearing God's voice. Um, I know other people have talked to him about hearing God's voice. Um, people that I know that have met with him as well. So I believe this, that his ears are being tuned in to the tones of heaven. You know, he even I know he peeks at what people are saying on this show and and he's listening to some prophets, not all the prophets, but some of the prophets he's keen. He's keen on and he's listening to them. And why is he doing that? Because he's receiving revelation from them yeah. and he's hearing God through them. But right. the message uh, from most prophets and prophetic people is that you can hear God for yourself. Like, I don't think. 
most leaders are trying to just get people to follow them. But actually, Jesus said, when they look to you, point them back to me. People ask me all the time, well, what's God telling you about this? And sometimes the Lord says, you ask that person to go ask me themselves because he doesn't want us to just be like, you know, those who hear God well and whatever. But but I believe that God is wanting to unlock everyone to hear God. Everyone should be able to hear God. The Bible says, my sheep hear my voice and as strangers, they will not follow. So binding the voice of the stranger, binding the voice of our own will, and then saying, Father, you know, what would you like to say to me? Your servant is listening. Help Elijah Streams continue to reach people around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Visit ElijahStreams.com slash give and become a partner today. God loves that kind of language. And some of the messages that I've sent, um, you know, to the president are um, regarding uh, his tongue, his speech, what he says, that his position as a powerful ruler in the world, um, chosen of God. Uh, is is really important uh, that he speak according to life, and so th- there's something powerful when a when a leader understands that their words are actually creating things on the earth, outcomes, and mm-hmm. and and we can even stop. He said, "What you bind will be bound. What you loose will be loosed. What you he's saying, what you allow to happen on the earth will happen in heaven. What you disallow will be disallowed." So he taught us to pray. Our Father is the focus. But when you think about what he said there, what you bind, what you what you don't allow, what you what you don't permit. So he's saying, I have all authority and now I live in you. Christ is in us as the hope of glory. So now we connected to him, seated in heavenly places, joint heirs and and, and co-laborers. We have that same spirit that raised Christ. from this. So that's Christ living on the inside of us so yes. that we can participate with his divine nature so that okay. we can speak according to life. And that's why in the Bible, in James, it says there's power in the tongue, life and death are in the power of the tongue. So I really am careful with what I speak, because I know that when I speak it, um, that things are set in motion and I don't want to set the wrong things in motion. And wow. so this is something that God is doing and to mature him. So you're going to notice with uh, President Trump that he's going to become less on the braggadocious and more on emphasizing that we couldn't have done this without God. Instead of him being the hero, it will be a transition where he's saying, look at what God has done. And instead of it being, you know, I did this, it's going to be, look at what we've been able to do and look at what God has done and look at how the Lord is answering our prayers. And so I really believe that that, that fire is starting to uh, permeate. And he, before long, you're going to see a, a totally new um, version. It's kind of like an updated version of of Donald J. Trump, our rightful president. And he will be put back in regardless of what they try and do. God is on this man. God's in this man. God's going to flow through him. And I'm not looking to one leader like to fix all the problems, right? But we do need the right person in each seat of the office of government. And God is going to start plucking people out. Oh my goodness. There's people right now that are are already, it's already been decided in heaven that they will be plucked like little plants from clay pots. I saw the Lord plucking people out of place that had put themselves in or that were put in wrongfully where they had cheated and deception was holding them in place. And all of a sudden, boom, the light shines. People know the truth and the, the integrity will be restored to the voting system 
once again. And our country will rise up in an increase during this awakening. And God will uh, resupply where there's been shortages. Wow, wow, wow. So he's definitely on this journey of growth and maturation. And I guess our role is to pray for him, support him, uplift pray him. Pray for all of them. Yeah, pray for all of them. Pray for President Trump. Pray for his family. Pray for, in fact, right now we pray blessings wow. over uh, Donald Trump and Melania. Uh, it was so fun to, to be there at their Christmas party. Um, we saw We saw some things that we can't talk about but i saw some things that i didn't see without being in proximity and so there was things that i saw about his heart about things that god was showing me and i was like oh my goodness you know this guy like you're gonna see a massive outpouring in our nation and he god's putting all the right people around him he had some bad advisors around him and now god's gonna bring the right advisors who are childlike and pure at heart who actually hear god's voice and are willing to say what they're hearing so that he can pull from the wisdom of a multitude of counsel that God appointed and anointed to speak into certain matters concerning the government and the restoration uh, plan of God. So, Lord, we bless them. I pray a fresh fire and a fresh anointing and a grace to abound. Uh, Lord, protect his reputation from the onslaught of false and fake narratives and fake news. And I pray that, Lord, you emerge new platforms that are willing to speak the truth uh, regarding uh, the nation and uh, uh, the things in the world. And we're just asking God that you would remove quickly and suddenly those who you did not place in office that are holding the seat uh, illegally. And I pray that you would remove them and that, Lord, that you would restore hope to our nation and that you would destroy every work of the devil and bring healing and victory and oneness upon uh, the nation and the United States of America, we say, shall be saved. Uh, for the glory of God and every other nation, Lord, that has believed for a move of your spirit, God, would you pour your spirit out in the schools and in our government and, and in our churches and ministries. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Ooh. Amen. Amen. And every <laughs> word you just spoke is creating that. So, yes, amen. I love it. And we receive it. I have one of part of your notes is a breakthrough as a way of life. Now, that's a big deal because we love breakthrough. But most believers, I would say, I don't want to put out a number, but most believers, they don't have breakthrough as a way of life. They, you know, it happens. Yeah. It's an unusual event, and sometimes we get surprised when we have a breakthrough. So, <laughs> and the viewers, how do you live in that? How can that be, or how did you get to learn that as a way of life, a practical way? See, I, I believe breakthrough is who he is. Yeah. And I think some people are pursuing him for what he can do for them. And so breakthrough is who he is. That's his name. If he had a, a, another name besides Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah Nisi, Jehovah Jireh, the beginning and the end, the first and the last, the Alpha and the Omega. If he had another name, his name would be Victory and Breakthrough. Breakthrough. I mean, because think about it. Breakthrough is the result of God desiring to do something to respond to us loving him back. Yes. So yeah. breakthrough is his heart. For every single person, because why wouldn't he want us winning when we're his children representing him right. on the earth? So he wants us in victory and living breakthrough so that the lost will actually see the favor and the grace and the blessing of God on our lives. So that they'll say, I want to be a Christian. 
But what happens is that people are defeated and depleted and sad and depressed and under the bondage and weight of sinfulness, then the lost don't desire to be saved. Yes. But on the other hand, if we're in victory and we're living a lifestyle of, of understanding our position in Christ and we have surrendered hearts that are filled with his love from our intimacy. Yes. Remember the virgins, five virgins, they had oil in their lamps and five had no oil. And the ones who ran out of oil asked the ones that had oil, can we borrow your oil? The revelation is you can't borrow someone else's anointing. Right. Like you got to get your own oil. How do you get your own oil? You get quiet with God and you sit at his feet and you begin to ask questions. Lord, what do you want to teach me, Lord? I thank you that you love me. I'm here because you love me. You want to do something? I say yes. I don't even know what it is, but I say yes. And then all of a sudden my ears are open and I can begin to hear his voice because he knows the posture of my heart is I want to obey him before I've even received the instruction. Wow. And now my ears are open and tentative. Most people aren't hearing God because they don't really want to be led by God because they would have to get off the throne and let God start leading them. And that takes a risk. And they're not willing to risk that. Maybe they feel like they have a lot to lose. Maybe they're afraid of losing control. Uh, maybe they've been hurt and the enemy's trying to set up shop and, and lead them in fear and control, which is rebellion and witchcraft. Wow. So God's like, I'm breaking the witchcraft. I'm breaking the fear. I'm breaking the strongholds. But just stay close to me. Come to me, you who are burdened and weary and heavy laden. I'll give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn to me. My yoke is easy and my burden is light. And you'll find rest for your soul, your mind, your will, and your emotions. And so you get into this place where you're just like, Lord, I gave you my life today. I pick up my cross and I follow you. I don't want to do it my way. What do you want to do? And he's like, here, I want you to do this. Go here, do this, say that call so-and-so. No, 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 sit and wait. No, 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 I'm doing something. Don't bother with that right now. No, that's a less priority. No, don't be distracted. Focus. And then and, and in the intimacy with him, as the friend that sticks close to the brother, he's empowering us with his own voice, literally shielding us and protecting us with the sound of his own voice, as faith is the shield around us that cometh by hearing and hearing by the word Jesus who is our Lord and Savior. And so I write books because I love to write books about this topic, hearing and obeying, because it's what's changed my life. And wow. I've, I've learned from the Holy Spirit how to train people to hear the voice of God very simply, very clearly. There's a lot of ear blockers. There's a lot of activators. When you have the activators in by revelation and the blockers kind of like pulling cotton out of your spiritual ears. And now all of a sudden you can learn to hear the voice of God. That's why, that's why I write books. I, do you know yeah. I write books? Did you know I have I, books? I didn't. So yeah, tell, tell me about your book. Okay. I got some books. These are the books. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> You're amazing. <laughs> so these right. are the books. So this is the first book. It's not meant to be a secret. And okay. it's about keying the door to unlocking his voice. See the key? Oh, yes, yes, yes. I can see yeah. it. This is about, so this is called, It's Not Meant to Be a Secret. The next volume is this one, Rushing the Floodgates of Heaven. Very, very powerful book, and it continues. Uh, and then this one is the third book. I just put this one out, and this is the third of the three-part series. And you see all the people make up the one? Right, the power of unity. So the people make up the one. And oneness is, is the power of unity. This is such a great book. So this, this is what I'm giving people for free that partner with the ministry. These are all free. There's like a thousand pages or so. Uh, very, very nice and thick. They're not just a little booklet. Um, they're very 
powerful books. If you want to learn to hear the voice of God, get these books. You just sign up on the website and you get these sent to you for free just for partnering with the ministry. Amazing. amazing. So if you haven't already done it, go, go do it today while you're thinking of it and let us send you all those books for free uh, as a gift, just to say thank you. Um, I support several evangelistic type ministries because I think it's fun to sow into harvesters. And so when you sow into the harvest, you get really blessed. And I've learned that. So I'm sowing in where I know people are winning souls. And I'm a soul winner. Everywhere I go, I'm winning souls. And I'm training people in the body of Christ how to be effective at soul winning. And so I'm always thinking about how can we get people saved? And so I'm excited to see the massive harvest. That's part of the reason we're doing Awaken the Planet. And we are going to be planning Awaken the Planet for Canada, Asia, and also for Arizona. And so wow. you'd be watching for that. Yeah. <laughs> amen. Amen. So exciting. Nathan. I am so thankful for everything that you're doing. You're very genuine, very real. And I love how you're training people as well. So it's so good. Well, I would love for you to pray for our viewers and amen. to release the chains, to break the chains. So they're like, amen. You know, I'm, I'm surrendering all. Yeah. So, Lord, we just pray right now here. You know what? If you're watching this, it's not an accident that you're on here today. So I want to just pray for this, because in the Bible, when it says be filled with the Holy Spirit, that in the Hebrew and Greek, if you look at the be being, it, it changes from be filled to be continually filled and to be continually filled. Be being is the action verb. It, it really means to continually fill up on. And so it's not enough to just read the Bible, like we want to talk to the God of the Bible. And, and we leak. We were designed as believers to leak. And so we have to come back to him and get filled fresh and new. And you can actually stay full. When I'm not, when I'm not like preaching someplace or if I'm preparing to go minister, I pray in tongues because I'm building up my inner man, but I stay topped off. I don't ever come in depleted like I got nothing. No, I come in full of God and I say, God, what do you want to do? I don't plan sermons. I say, Lord, what do you want to do? And then he says, say this. And I say that. And he says, now you're done. And then I'm done. So it's like, boom, 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 boom. And then I'm like, oh, that was, that was great. You know, whatever God wants to say. So Bonky used to say this. He would say, I can't wait to hear what I am about to say. <laughs> and so he loved that he didn't know what he was going to say. He's getting the message at the same time the people are. That is Amazing. That's amazing. And so anyway, the idea is trust God and speak as though you're speaking the very oracles of God and add nothing to what he's saying, but just speak what he's wanting you to release and then be like, okay. And that fear of the Lord will keep you in the wisdom of God because it's the reverence for God that gives you that sensitivity to flow with the river. Never trying to block it or stop it, never damming it up, but just laying your life down. The conduits begin to flow for the king. And this is what God wants to do. He wants to heal your body. So pray this prayer with me. Just say, yay. Just say, <laughs> just, say <laughs> just say this. Say, Jesus, I receive you fully as my Lord and Savior. And I ask you to fill me. To overflowing. Yeah, this is for every believer to pray this prayer. And fill me now to overflowing. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Baptize me in your passion and fire. 
And by your Holy Spirit. I'm all in for you. I'm all in for you, Lord. I confess all sin. I confess all sin. Known or unknown. Known or unknown. Through the blood of Jesus. I repent. I ask you to wash me. And empower me to have ears to hear. Amen. Ears to hear, Father. Thank and you. eyes to see. Eyes to see. I forgive myself. I forgive myself. And those who hurt me. And those who hurt me. Through the blood of Jesus. Yeah, now, now God's just healing bodies. I'm seeing uh, 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 ringing ears. It's called tinnitus. God's faking tinnitus. And I command the ringing to stop and the spirit behind this to get out in Jesus' name. I break the curse in the name of Jesus. I'm seeing toes. Uh, there's a woman. You're, he you're healed in Jesus' name. I, I was just praying. Uh, last time I was on, there was a person in Texas. And I saw a vision. And I called it out. I'm just going to release this testimony because it'll... Something will happen for a person with this same kind of thing. But anyway, I saw a man. He was in the bathroom cleaning, and I saw something happening with his right knee. Uh, and I, I called him out, and I said, your right knee, you're in the bathroom right now. And, and, I, and I was prophesying over this man. And this man was in the bathroom, and his right knee instantly was healed by Jesus. As I called out the word of knowledge, this guy's knee was healed. He calls the pastor, and he goes, Pastor, he goes, I, have you ever heard of Nathan French? He was on Elijah's streams, and he just called out a guy in the bathroom, and I was cleaning, and, and, and he said, right knee, and God healed me instantly, and I don't need surgery. He goes, and he was the worship leader for the church. So the pastor calls me when I was ministering in Phoenix at Dream City Church, and the pastor's like, hey, he's like, would you come and minister at our church? I mean, I would love to have you come and everything. And so he, he has this, he has me come out, bring my assistant and they're telling us the story. And it was like miracles just broke out. It was incredible. So anyway, I, I just want to say, if you're watching right now, don't say, well, God's not going to heal me because there's nobody here to touch me. No, Jesus is in you to touch you and Jesus will heal you right now in jesus name we just command every sickness every disease to get there's a woman you've been having a digestive system issue and some food allergies god's healing that right now just say i receive it and begin to move your body around test your body once you get the word of knowledge and there's a man both of your knees from running in the military god's healing you be sure you testify share the post and be sure you testify uh you know in the comments we want to hear about your healing uh, the, I see your he knees being healed inside, the cartilage, the meniscus. Uh, there was a slight tear on the right side. I commend that. Sew up and be healed in Jesus' name. Also, there's a man with your back. Uh, you, you, I saw you up and down a ladder, and you were good ah, while you were doing your job. I command your spine to be aligned and to be healed. Pain, get out. Yokes come off the back. <laughs> Yokes come off. Come off the backs in Jesus' name, Lord. Thank you. Father, also, we just ask in the name of Jesus that every single person that's been having uh, challenges with their uh, with, with having sustainability throughout the day, tiredness uh, or, or uh, depletion, Lord, I, I pray for a Holy Spirit invasion upon their bodies and a quickening in the Holy Spirit to have supernatural empowerment and strength by the Spirit. In the name of Jesus, yeah. There, I saw several people were fatigued, and you had to have another coffee to try to keep you going, and you end up getting dehydrated. 
So make sure you hydrate and get, get, make sure you're having the right nutrients in your diet and make sure you're exercising so you're not bogging down the Holy Spirit that's in you as the temple for God. So, Lord, uh, I pray for supernatural balance to come into bodies. There's a woman, you have a thyroid issue, and the Lord says, I'm healing that. You will no longer have a thyroid issue in Jesus' name. He's healing your thyroid, and you're going to be able to say, wow, my body's in balance, and your health is returning. Instead of diminishing, you're getting better and better right now in Jesus' name. I saw you getting thin, like you gained weight from the thyroid issue, and God's giving you a thinning effect even immediate results in your body. In Jesus' name, he's going to empower you to have supernatural energy to be able to take your walks again. So I see you walking. I see you getting in perfect shape, and you're just amazed at this shift that's taken place from even the release of the prophetic utterance. And so bless her, bless her Lord, in Jesus' name. Also, several people lost their jobs, and the Lord says, praise me for it. Praise me for it. Stop saying, oh, now I can't do this, and now I can't do that, and now I don't have a job, and woe is me, and pray for me, brother. It's so hard. No, 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 no. Thank God that all things are working together for the good according to those who love God or are called according to his purpose. Something great is about to happen. If you lost the job, it was by God's design to reposition you to have a much better job to give you more free time so you can actually live your life instead of working all day long. Amen. Amen. I love it. I love it. The glory of the Lord, Nathan, is just thick. The atmosphere is thick. So praise <laughs> God. I love it. So those who would love to connect with your ministry, tell me the website so they can go and connect. Yes. Okay. It's so my personal ministry to invite me uh, or to do our, our book invitation or book offer is uh, NathanFrenchMinistries.com. That's Nathan French Ministries with an S. Uh, dot com. And so you can go on there. Uh, also, if you want to part, partner with us, you could do that at any one of these websites. Also, you can do awakentheplanet.com. Now, the Awaken the Planet events are stadium type events where it's unity for the harvest. If you feel inclined to sow to help us to reach the nations for Jesus, uh, you can partner with that as well. It's awakentheplanet.com. And then finally, our church is in Tacoma, Washington, near Seattle. It's called The Rock, that's Jesus, The Rock Revival Center. And so that's just therockrevivalcenter.com. And you can also uh, join us at any of our services in person or live from the nations and the world on Nathan French Ministries Facebook. And I'm also on Rumble. And so find me on Rumble under Nathan French Ministries. Ministries, awesome. Thank you so, so much. Hallelujah. That you poured that today. This was revival. It was fire. So I thank you. Thank you to our beautiful viewers. Thank you for loving us, for supporting everything that is happening in Elijah's streams. We bless you. And let me tell you, on Monday, it's going to be Johnny Enlow Unfiltered. So make sure that you are watching this as well. Have a blessed, blessed day. And thank you again for watching. Hey, one more, one more thing. Johnny, Johnny said. Um, when I was in D.C., before I went to meet the president on my birthday in D.C. at the White House, I met with Johnny that morning. I was at a table in the Willard Hotel next to the White House. And the Lord told me, get up right now and go and talk to that man over there. And he highlighted Johnny Enlow. I'd never heard of him. I didn't know his name. And I sat there at the table with a steaming plate of food with a fork in my hand to take the first bite. And the Lord says, go over there and prophesy over that man. So I went over to the table. I left my food sitting there hot. 
And I started to prophesy over Johnny Enlow. He was with his daughter, the pageant winner. And I think she was Miss Tennessee or something. But anyway, so I was prophesying over him and I prophesied over his daughter. And he's like, okay, who are you? And how come I've never heard of you? He goes, can I have your phone number? So I gave him my phone number. I guess he liked the word I gave him and his daughter. And then next thing you know, Steve Schultz calls and says, well, I heard about you from Johnny Enlow. Well, he prayed. Johnny actually prayed that I would meet the president that day because I was being invited to come into the White House on my birthday, which I had asked God for. But Johnny was there and prayed that I would be able to meet the president. So there's something about just honoring him. I just want to say we love Johnny. I love how God's using him to expose some of the hidden darkness. And also just he's a brilliant man, truly a prophet. And I'm just so grateful that God sent me to D.C. And on my birthday, I got to go into the White House. And so it was so fun for um you know, Johnny to pray for me that same day I was going into the White House is how it worked out. And then I believe because Johnny had prayed and we agreed in faith, um, President Trump walked right over to me, fist bumped me and said, who are you? And he's like, you're a big guy. You play football. Have we met before? You know what I mean? And I was, I'm prophesying over him. You're going to win big. He's like, I hope you're right because you're a big guy. We have to fight. You know what I mean? It was hilarious. Okay. So but that was the first time I met Trump and it was on my birthday and it was mm-hmm. right after I had prayed and prophesied uh, over and with uh, Johnny Enlow and his daughter. So anyway, I just wanted to honor him and, and what a blessing that it's been Thank to be on the show because I, I, I was on the show because Johnny recommended me to Steve and that's yes. how Steve and I met and, you know, so it's just cool. Amazing. You are so honoring, Nathan. And because your heart is unity, that is why God is positioning you in those places. So thank you for honoring Johnny and Steve. They're going to hear this. Thank you. We bless you in the name of Jesus. And thank you, everyone, for watching. Have a blessed, blessed day. Love you guys. This has been Elijah Streams. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can listen to the Elijah Streams podcast at ElijahStreams.com on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Join us live every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on Rumble and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahStreams.com slash give to become a partner today.